0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Our weekly Brazilian operations update. Rainfall favors southern Brazil. Rainfall volume will vary in the Mato Grosso and Paraná, with the western half of the state receiving up to 2 inches and the eastern half receiving next to nothing. Central areas of Brazil, such as the states of Goyas, Minas Gerais, and Sao Paulo, are expected to remain dry. As these states are relatively small producers of second-crop corn, their overall impact on production will be limited. That being said, Goyas is the fourth-largest producer of the second corn crop at 11 million metric ton and so should not be ignored. Argentina will also see abundant rainfall in most growing areas, however, it will not do much good at this point. The safrina crop in Mato Grosso continues to develop well, and it seems like their projection of 46 million metric tons is all but secured. Continued rainfall through the month of May would likely increase production estimates from this level. The state of Paranal, on the other hand, needs continued rainfall through the month of May just to maintain its projected 15 million metric tons of safrina corn. If the dry season develops on schedule in May, as is typically the case, production in Paraná could drop 20%. So far, we have not seen any signal to indicate the rainy season is coming to a close there, but we expect to see it soon. We are also monitoring cold weather, particularly in the state of Paraná. While afternoon temperatures may still reach into the 70s, evening temperatures can dip into the low 40s, slowing crop development. Brazil's soybean harvest is nearly finished, but their projections but they are already providing projections for next season's 2023-24 soybean crop. They see crop acres increasing by 4 million from 107.5 to 111.6 million. Overall production is placed at 159 million metric ton, compared to their projection for this season at 152.5. Brazil's acreage increase is a given. The only question is at what speed that growth occurs. While soybean prices have receded from last season's high, they still remain profitable, especially for established farms, a little to no land costs. It would be logical to assume that with this increase in area that it would put pressure on farmers to maintain overall yield targets. But looking at yield history, it has kept pace for Brazil's acreage increase and at times even exceeded ours. While Brazil's internal road infrastructure has languished, it is easy to see advancements in their port infrastructure, In 2013, less than 12% of Brazil's soybean exports came from the northern Amazon basin, compared to 33% today. Soybean exports from their northern ports increased by 380% from 5.3 million metric ton to 25.7 in the last 10 years. That trend is expected to continue. Brazil's soybean production has been made possible by expanding export demand. To keep pace, they'll need to export 95 million metric ton in 2024, compared to projected 90 million metric ton in 2023. Much of this falls on the shoulders of China. Cargill's chief commodity trader stated publicly that Chinese soybean consumption is not as strong as expected. However, this could mean that they'll spread out their purchases more throughout the year rather than all at harvest. Chinese soybean imports have steadily risen in the last 10 years, but have plateaued in the last three. Reasons for this include things as their beginning stocks inventory has increased by 150% in the last decade, giving them a much bigger cushion. They also have increased their annual production by 8 million metric ton from 2013 until now. Some may see that as insignificant, but that is 300 million bushels less that they have to buy from the United States and Brazil. As the Brazilian soybean harvest wraps up, basis levels are beginning to firm as farmer sales shut off. Farmers sold what they needed to up to this point, will now likely bend the rest, hoping for a post-season rally which typically comes for them late summer and fall. Basis levels have fallen to roughly ninety below Chicago and are now roughly fifty under. As farmers distance themselves from harvest, we expect the Brazilian basis to continue to strengthen, but could take several months before prices are considered attractive enough to trigger significant resumption in farmer sales from storage. President Lula continues to walk a tight line between increasing social spending while reducing public debt. With inflation rates slow to fall following the pandemic, Lula looks to increase Brazil's monthly minimum wage to $265 a month. It is commonplace for wage salaries on farms to be negotiated according to a multiple of the minimum wage. So a tractor operator, for example, could earn three times what the monthly minimum is, and a manager could earn ten times the monthly wage. The Brazilian real has been strengthening. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com